Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, my colleagues Mary Blair, account director and decades-long tourism professional, and Brad Carpenter, the head of branded content and social influence, sat down with the commission himself, Mr. Mark Azell. We chatted with him two years ago when he first took office and before the COVID-19 pandemic. It's safe to say he didn't know what the future had in store. That said, when confronted with adversity, he pulled from his playbook as a successful businessman and marketer to steer the state of Tennessee tourism industry forward. Here is Commissioner Mark Azell. Mark Azell, the man, the myth, the legend, the commish is here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Ah, it's so good to be here. It's so good to also be here in person. Do us a favor and tell us about yourself and tell us about your job and uh, how it's been going these last crazy couple years. Well, obviously, this is my first time in government, as it is of my friend Bill Lee, the governor, uh, and many of us that really were former business people who came in and decided it was our turn to serve in public service. So I would call because of COVID. It's been a weird time. It's been a tough time been a lot of devastation, but I think it's made mine and our jobs more missional uh, because we've been able to, as former business people, we understand when you have to make a payroll, when you have to lay off people, when you have your team members hurt, then that's a really difficult, challenging, emotional time. And so it's one that we are really honored to get to be serving in this role and hopefully be supportive. So just before uh, we had the pandemic, you took office. And I know you probably got to travel the state quite a bit, get to meet a lot of different people. Can you tell us about some of those memorable moments when you were introducing yourself to tourism in Tennessee? Absolutely. And I, and I would even back up a, a step or two and say that while I'd done a lot of branding and marketing, I really would have said as a business guy of four decades, tourism, that's nice. Glad we have it. Hope it helps a few people drink a little more milk or ice cream. But when I got in and the governor asked me to take a look at this, and I'm a big data guy, I believe you can't run companies or organizations without the information. And so when you get to see the data on tourism, it's stunning and it's undervalued by many outside of the tourism industry. And so it was really a fun to then go around and start talking with those stakeholders to see their assets. I think as far as some memorable moments, I remember doing the, uh, I think it was called Ride for the Wall at in Cookville, the bikers, and to hear them talk about the MIAs was a powerful moment in Cookville. The Civil Rights Museum, my wife and I went and couldn't stop crying uh, to really understand the unfair treatment that so many of my previous generations and all the way up through now, all of us, to really change my heart in some key areas. And then um, certainly any of my interactions with Dolly Parton. I've been in some small groups and, you know, Dolly's the smartest person in the room. And I've had the governor and a lot of other really smart people, but I'm watching her because uh, she is truly a gifted, talented first lady of Tennessee in many ways. And uh, it was fun to have First Lady Maria there to experience that, too. So really some powerful moments. 
Do you get star-studded when you see Dolly Parton? No, she's so, she makes you feel at ease. I'm not sure, and I've, I've gotten to, over my career, meet a lot of pretty famous people, longtime Nashvilleian, you know, just a lot of opportunities, presidents and other people. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ever seen anyone be as comfortable in their own skin. And so what that allows for is an authenticity that captures the room because she is not trying to show a pretense. Right. She gets to be Dolly. Sometimes that's sarcastic and funny and poignant and beautiful and loving and, and a businesswoman. I mean, just all of those pieces. So she was a marvel. Mark, it's been a tough year, but Tennessee tourism is still, is still thriving. Can you please walk us through some of the challenges of the last year and, and maybe a win of last year as well. Oh, that, well, there's a lot of wins. Tennesseans are resilient. What you saw when we were coming in, 2019 was not only a record year of 10 straight record years, but we crushed the national average and the momentum had started in 2020 and then all of a sudden when COVID hit and we had to shut down and the governor asked me, hey, we've got to get in this battle versus livelihoods. Please uh, help lead that economic recovery group. Well, tourism was really that t- of the spear and what we saw is people quickly pivot and shift first of all they took advantage of things like the tennessee pledge and for the love of tennessee travel safe how how do we go back to people and say you can travel we just have some ways you need to travel to be responsible so our stakeholders they are the ones that had all the work because they had to pull off all the suggestions we might be making. And we saw them do that. So whether it was outdoors or putting together how you can do sports venues, how you can do small towns with that charm. And literally in a few minutes when I get to discuss, Tennessee gained the largest market share in our history during COVID. Wow. You know, it speaks to how big outdoor recreation is in Tennessee. Maybe even, again, one of those kind of people said, yeah, we really got it in the Smokies and then kind of the rest of the state, you know, we stood tall with some top five uh, arrivalist data that said top five state in America. So our stakeholders really worked hard, DMOs and our industry. And so it was fun to be able to support them. What we saw working in tourism across the state was amazing. These people are they're strong. They are. They are strong. We saw Gatlinburg get number one destination in the country. Absolutely. We saw Campbell County, a rural county, grow more than 5% growth, millions of dollars in growth because of their outdoor nature. We're really blessed to have the Great Smoky Mountains National oh, Park. Such a blessing. In the state. And in and, and our state parks. Yes. We had, yes. you know, 56 state parks. Well, they had several record months during that time period and again you got rangers taking on more people than they ever have and how to do that safely so we just saw there were bright spots all throughout right uh, that helped us and what we had to do was we had to over deliver on our leisure traveler because especially in our big cities that convention traveler that international traveler couldn't travel right so as we move forward how do we even do we did such a great job during covid and we did a great job prior to COVID. Yes. Now we got to look at the next 20 years. And as we start to plan for the next 20 years, what are some things that you would project that we need to keep our eye out for or, or different ideas that the state is looking at in the next 20 years? I'd start by saying I think a, a benefit of a crisis is it brings people together. We had more communication as a state group with all of the destination marketing organizations and industry than ever. So that partnership really needed to have that boost, and it has had that 
process boost that's going to allow us now what Governor Lee's done is, I mean, we got the largest CARES Act funding in the entire nation. That's because Bill Lee is a business guy and the data on tourism said, I need to spend more money. We need to prioritize that. Legislature came along with him and did that. We got the largest budget, not just a little larger, but twice as much as the biggest discretionary marketing budget ever. So, and if we get ARP funds, then we'll have some four-year funding. So our industry's got the ability to take that money and do destination development, do transformative. We don't need to just send our messages that says, come to Tennessee, but how are we developing all those pieces? So, you know, one thing I would tell you for the next 20 years that I hope is transformational, Assistant Commissioner Beecham is now leading our rural outreach and tourism area. 44 counties have got their own budget couple of million dollars that annually will now be spent on helping those people learn how through education, through really community development, how we create new and better and develop assets in tourism that creates commerce. Because it's the commerce we want to create for those folks. Why? Because it generates them some tax revenue that helps their community. It also helps their, you know, their quality of life when you got a better restaurant or when you got better activities for their people to do. So I am very hopeful that our team is going to work with those communities. They came in early. We did a couple of our seminar. They were so excited. We had mayors of distressed and at-risk counties in this meeting with us, and they want to create tax revenue and help their people. Wow. And so I believe that helping those 44 counties that have currently the least revenue going on in tourism will be a big piece. And then we just got a lot of assets that continue. We're going to talk to more people, tell more people our stories. I've been branding and marketing for a long time. It starts with great products and Tennessee's got great products. So it's it's such a blessing for me to go, wow, we got products. Let's just tell more people. And we're going to start talking to about 70 million people. We've only been talking to 30 or 40 million for the last decade. So we know the more people we tell with our hospitality, with our friendliness, with our assets, we can be successful. I'd close out by saying that the last big thing that we got to work on solving, and again, some of us as business people realize we have a work shortage, a workforce shortage that our department for the first time ever weighed in. We did a come work, come play program. And people said, well, aren't y'all in tourism? We go, well, we're in the leisure and hospitality and tourism business. And part of their biggest challenge right now is they can't staff their operations to take in all the people or to provide the kind of positive experience that they wish for their people so they'll come back. So workforce and labor development, we are working with Commissioner McCord, and it's a big priority over these next 20 years because with population decline, we're going to have some challenges. How do we help our industry be prepared to have work? workforce uh, that is adequate to the demand we try to create. Amazing. Well, we ask everybody this question. And so where are you going next? Where are you traveling next? My next trip is east. I thought I was going to Bristol to the to the race on Saturday right. night, and I also had a catfish opportunity in Memphis. So we're still deciding between those two. And, you know, that's kind of typical of the opportunities, and that's just Saturday. I just got done being in Memphis with the Southern Heritage Classic that Fred Jones develops that had Eddie George and, and Neon Dion Sanders in that yes. event. So literally, there's something going on all the time. I've got several events already scheduled for next week. I'll have to look at my schedule to tell you what's (laughs) next. But 
what's great is the entrepreneurial spirit in our destination marketing organizations. There's a festival or a distillery opening or a a new outdoor recreation opportunity. Stay tuned for what's going to happen in Tennessee in the fishing world between now and the end of the year. And what we are here to tell you is we're going to be doing some branding around some icons that we believe Tennessee has got the best bass fishing and we don't have a lot of the championship lake series and some of the other pieces that some of the other states do so you got the best assets and you're not even putting it on the market uh, we are really excited to talk about outdoor recreation and how our department can assist there's great work being done already in fishing in Tennessee, but we're excited about what we're going to be able to do to support all of that and make it even better. There you go. Exclusive. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming and sharing some stories and challenges and wins. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for what you do. It's really important that we have folks like you that help us understand where we need to be going forward. And I appreciate the folks at Design Century. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory.